You're listening to the Superpower Up Podcast with your superpower experts. This is the place where we explore real-life superpowers and give you the tools to unlock your own. Hello, everybody. This is Tonya Don Reckla, your superpower expert, and I'm really excited to have with me today Laura Jeminder. She is actually, she's just very delightful. That's a great word for her. Um, what, what I loved when I was looking into her and kind of reading her back and doing a little snooping and spying there was this concept of the passion igniter. So I'm really excited to talk with her about that today, but we're going to go over um, the concept of personal growth through authenticity. And, you know, how to embody that, how to talk about it, how to be that in the world. And so if you, um, let me feel into, so she does coaching. So where she really works with people is in that kind of practical application space, um, um, which I really adore. You know, we talk to a lot of folks who integrate the, um, you know, when you talk about things like passion and doing your work in the world and stuff like that, there's a decent amount of integration that goes into tying together um, some of those kind of upper level concepts with the actual action um, steps that have to go into making that occur here. Um, and, and she's a great embodiment of that piece. And so I'm really excited to have her on the show. Please join me in welcoming Laura. Welcome, Laura. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm so excited. Thank you for having me here. Oh, absolutely. It's our pleasure. And so, so I feel like we were... Um, really circling around a cool concept with regard to the personal growth and authenticity piece. But before we jump into that, um, let's talk a little bit about what are your superpowers? I think my superpower is being a passion igniter. And to me, that really is about the energy. You know, they say that the energy comes into the room before you do even. And I am one of those people that I'm, I just, life excites me. Um, and, and people connect with that energy, I think. And not only that, but when I see people and meet them, I see like that almost the bigger version of themselves, that, that dream, that goal they have to accomplish and kind of what that looks like to be excited for them and about them and to know that they can do that and so much more. I think that's so powerful. And I love what you just said about the, your energy kind of precedes you, you know, that um, we work a lot in uh, the superpower experts and specifically in our member group, the superpower net around the idea of ma both mastering your personal power as well as mm -hmm. managing your individual resonance. And so, you know, most yes. people are really, really highly unaware of the fact that they are emitting kind of these signals or that you're, they're asking for yes. things or they're, you know, portraying things that they're, they're not aware of. And, and it's, it's only once you become aware of that. And in my opinion, that is true authenticity. So it's one thing yes. to be aware of your thoughts and your emotions, but unless you're in touch with that energy signature that you're sending out there, it's like you're, you're incongruent. Yes. I used to have a little sign on my door that said, how do you want to show up? Because mm, I, I used to be a perfectionist and overcommit. And so often things would come up for me, you know, appointments and meetings and, and volunteering and 
all the things I was involved in. And by the time I came up, I was almost like crabby to have to leave home. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I want to do this, but I said I would. And so it was really that good reminder to say, you know, what was that mindset when you said yes? And sometimes too, it's even again, you know, going back to that energy piece, but I'm such an extrovert, but sometimes I'm at home recharging my batteries, but then to know that I'm going to go out, I'm going to connect with people, I'm going to do things that I love and just, you know, reframing that, have a different mindset than like, oh, I have to do this because I said I would. I think that's really powerful. And um, it, it, it takes, you know, I, I contend that a big part of the reason why people don't dive into some of those concepts is it takes, you know, living in a responsible way or taking responsibility for what exists in your life to a whole new level. Yeah. Um, However, you know, one, once people get to a certain level of their own growth, it's like that really is the next thing. You know, personal mm-hmm. growth doesn't stop with your thoughts, you know, and, no. and, and a lot of people, you know, even now it's becoming more commonplace for people to talk about the emotions and stuff. But I think we're doing everyone a disservice if we don't acknowledge that there's this kind of energy piece that we all mm-hmm. talk. And I, and, I, and I think especially in the business um, executive coaching arenas that yes. it, it still has this perception of being a little bit too woo woo um, for the corporate environments. However, if you start looking at some of the companies that are really being successful in this ever evolving kind of market landscape that we're in the middle yes. of, they are attending to it. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they're not bringing astrologers and psychics in to, you know, do their business strategy with them, although a lot of them do. It's, mm-hmm. they are starting to talk about things like intuition and energy. And that yes. Kind of stuff. And spirituality. And what does that look like for the whole person to show up in the workplace? I think that's so, so awesome. Uh, and I think that integration piece, um, you know, we, we, we've talked on a number of our episodes here about the concept of bringing the business world and the kind of spiritual woo-woo world, you know, mm-hmm. into the same space. And that's a big part of what Superpower Experts represents. And we attract a lot of folks who are the bridges between yes. those two worlds. Um, you know, what do you, what do you see moving forward in that space? Well, I here locally do some events called Disrupt where we talk about that in general, what's happening in the workplace isn't really supporting the whole person. And what does that look like for the thought leaders, for the people that are really wanting something different to be able to have those conversations, to be able to move the needle and to be able to impact their organization or maybe they're just not in the right organization at the right time. And to say that you have that choice every day where you're showing up for work, what you're doing, how you're doing that. And maybe it's even the call to you to share a different philosophy or idea with your team. You know, we all, part of being engaged is the the growth and the learning. And sometimes that's neglected in the corporate world. And I think it can feel like the, this huge chasm that you're looking at. It's like, it's like you have these ideas and this, maybe you're getting an intuitive hit sitting there. I remember um, when I was, you know, my husband and I met teaching at the counterintelligence special agent course. And I remember sitting there and there, you know, I, I had already really started to unfold this concept of being the messenger. And Mm -hmm. that's something like God and I were in close communion with, with, um, you know, what was coming next for me. And, and I remember, you know, kind of this pivotal moment of making a pact and saying, okay, I will, I will say these things, you know, I will, I will do this work. And 
you know, and then it was like, wait, 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 can I take that back? Because, you know, I'd be sitting in at work, you know, mm-hmm. and, and all of a sudden that information would come through and I'm like, seriously, like, come on. Yes. Like, yes. can I just put some caveats on this and say, okay, <laughs> I'll do this here, but not here, you know? And, yes. and it, but what was so funny is that once I got over that, you know, and again, it looked like mm-hmm. this giant chasm. The second I jumped, if you will, mm-hmm. I, re- I looked back and realized it was just a little hop step, you know, it was like, yes, it wasn't that radical, you know, and I'd be sitting there yes. talking about God or, or spirituality or energy yeah. or whatever in the midst of this work environment, but it wasn't weird. I was the only one making it weird, I guess, is, is, is how I could say that. Mm-hmm. Or even sometimes too, like what I saw in, you know, HR, that a lot of time the only the only time you would hear people talk about their intuition was kind of more of, oh, I, you know, I just have this gut feeling and it was always connected with hiring, which, you know, being in HR, it's just, that's such a gray murky area, especially if you can't verbalize that more and really support it with the interview and the conversations that you had and this person's work history. Like, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I mean, HR is really not that different from counter intel in the sense that, you know, that assessment piece and really, mm-hmm. um, you know, my husband, and I run a corporate counterintelligence firm even today that um, that curriculum teaches uh, mechanical due diligence as well as intuitive due diligence. Yeah. And mm-hmm. both are really crucial in that environment. And so, so it was interesting to me to start tying those pieces together. Cause here I was like reading tarot cards as like this counter Intel agent. And I was like, what is this? Like, <laughs> this is bizarre, you know, but, but yeah. we have so many stories of people, you know, quote coming out of the closet as, as mm-hmm. having some sort of a spiritual or metaphysical or energetic practice. Um, and really thinking like it's the weirdest thing in the world or people are going to shun you or whatever the case may be. But Mm -hmm. usually, you know, you know, one of, one of the things that I encourage people is that most people are starving just to connect with people who are being authentic. Mm -hmm. And and so it's like, who are you hiding from? And and ironically, Mm -hmm. usually people already know, like, they're like, that's not a surprise to me. Like, of course Mm -hmm. you're spiritual or of course you're intuitive. We always saw that. Um, So I don't know who we think we're fooling. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, and you just, you've had those situations where you've met someone or sat down to talk to someone and they, it's, the energy is just off and it's like, you know, something's going on, but then, you know, we are so programmed to think about, you know, us and the story we tell ourselves that, you know, it must be us. And like, I was just talking to one of my friends and she said she had this big meeting and she thought that it was going just terrible because the conversation wasn't flowing easy and she thought they had these great connections and it was going to be this really beneficial win-win and two-thirds of the way into the meeting the woman goes on to share that she has the most important event of her business and career later that day and it's all she can think about so she's not present in that meeting exchange with my friend and she could pick up on that but she kept thinking well it must be me she must not be interested in what I'm saying and just kind of those pieces of it. Yeah, and that's such a powerful perspective, um, and that's one of the reasons why within Superpower Net, we're, we're so keen on helping people understand what their predisposed superpowers are, because mm-hmm. some of it is that mind reading, some people are true empaths, yes. and, and really learning, like, what are what's this bag of tricks that we brought in with us? Certainly, we're all um, capable of harnessing yes. all of them, but there are certain things that are happening under the surface that most people are completely unaware of. And if mm-hmm. you don't realize that you're predisposed to mind reading and 90 to 95% of the thoughts that you're hearing aren't actually your own, 
the, and, and then you try to interpret them, it, it, can, it can prove to be really challenging. Um, yes. Now, the beautiful thing is on the other side of that, it's such an amazing gift when mm-hmm. you're working with people, not because you get to be way nosy, but because it's, you, you know, you're able to kind of separate those out and be like, okay, mm-hmm. wow, this is, this person's really, you know, in a different headspace. Okay, yes. cool. You know, we can either cut the meeting short or I can just honor that and say, you know, if you have something on your mind, maybe we can readdress this later. Yeah. Um, and so it, it, it starts to break down and create a much more authentic kind of communication um, arena for people. Um, so, and I, and I, I like that example. So anyway, we're, we're talking today with Lord Jeminder about um, personal growth through authenticity. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to just share with you some, some really practical kind of tips on how you can start to harness this stuff at a higher and higher level. So give us a break or <laughs> give us a break. Stay with us. We're going to take a break and we'll be right back with you in one moment. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer learning, intensive one-on-one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. All right, we're back. You're listening to the Superpower Up podcast. We're here today with Laura Jeminder, and we're talking about personal growth through authenticity. Um, one of my favorite topics. So, so Laura, what can we offer to folks about how to be, well, okay, you know what, let's, let's take a pause on that. Let's talk about what authenticity is and what it is not. Cause I think there's a lot of misconceptions about that. How, how would you answer that? I always refer to it more as kind of the inner leader and being thoughtful on how I want to show up in a way that aligns with my values and the impact I'm trying to make in the world. That's pretty amazing. I like that. I I think a lot of people think of authenticity as like you have to share like all your deepest, darkest secrets. Mm -hmm. Um, Or I also see a lot of people equating it to consistency and, and I don't, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't abide by um, the need for consistency a lot. I think that we're multifaceted beings. And Mm -hmm. so there's like this essence of us that is authentic, that we can be authentic with like the, the soul, the, the um, true self, I call it the super self because Mm -hmm. I like cute superpower phrases, but um, this kind of bigness of us, the, the divinity, the, the source energy, but then like how we show up every day, what outfit we wear, yeah. you know, what culture we want to, um, yes. subculture we want to abide by, you know, and all this other stuff is, is like, that's play. Um, yes. and so I think a lot of people think that, well, if I like classical music, but then I want to go and listen, you know, and dance around in this mosh pit, somehow I'm being inconsistent and that's not authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how would you, how would you address that? I think that's such a great point. I know for me, sometimes I almost get that visual of like the little turtle where a lot of days I do need to be in my shell and I'm not feeling safe or, you know, maybe I'll try to poke my head out and maybe there will be opportunities where I am able to share something or act in a way that I'm trying to be courageous. I'm trying to do something new. So it's not that I'm not aligned other days with 
authenticity. It's just where I am in those days and, and who I'm with. And I think that, you know, that that's going to look and feel different for everyone. Mm, that's perfect. And, and, and ultimately, I, th I think we're doing ourselves a disservice if we think that um, we have to somehow be a certain way all yes. the time, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's why I like the idea of, um, I really resonated with the concept of, you know, operating in the frequency of love. You know, it, yes. there, there may be moments in my existence that I don't particularly like and I'm not particularly pleased with and mm -hmm. still I can operate in those frequencies, um, like the frequency of love or what I call the mm -hmm. abstract frequency. Um, and there's a consistent thread there for me to kind of grip mm -hmm. and, and hold on to. And then the rest of it is truly play, you know, mm -hmm. is kind of how I look at it. Um, so, but, but all, all really, really powerful stuff. So let's tell, talk a little bit about the transition from HR into, um, into this world, because I know that that's a big challenge for a lot of our listeners mm -hmm. is how do you, they're hearing the call. They know they want to do something different. They know that they're not totally fulfilled. How did you make that leap? It was a long process for me, but in a way that was engaging and beautiful that I really was called to reflect on who I was and the impact that I wanted to make. I had um, a 14 year career in total and the first seven years were great. I love my company and my coworkers. I was making, um, you know, great money and was getting promotions and raises and all of those things. But then it kind of started to get to a point where you know, the bump from a you know, promotion, for example, wasn't that same warm fuzzy that I would once get. And at the same time, I was doing a lot with community and leadership and some of those pieces. And I was putting so much energy and love into the community that it started to really, you know, going back to the authenticity part, I'm like, why can't this person show up in my corporate role? Like, why can't I get energized and be so passionate about this. And I realized that it, you know, it just, it was, you know, the right for me at the right time and it was safe for a while. But once I, you know, was able to really harness my courage to say that there's something more out there that I'm supposed to be doing. So I did take some career change workshops because I just felt stuck. I didn't know what to do next. And, and it finally came to me like, I'm waiting here for the next thing and it's not coming, so it's up to me to make that next step, to take that first action. And so some of those pieces with the workshop were, you know, reflections where people were coming up to me at breaks and at, at lunches wanting advice and wanting to talk through things. And that was kind of the aha moment around the coaching piece. Mm, I like that. And so, so if I could paraphrase somewhat in terms of a, a helpful tip for folks, you know, you gotta just do it. Like, you know, yes. and it, you're never ready. Like, I no. think that there's this misconception that there's this moment where it's like, oh, you know, yeah. like heavens open up and it's like, now know, right? you can help people. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna just be easy and it's gonna fall in my lap and it's. Yeah. You know, and it, it's, oh, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, and, and, it, and it part of there's there's so much power and freedom in saying, you know what? I am not perfect and I'm going to do it anyway. I know there's somebody yes. I can help. Yes. It, it very much is true that what you have, you, there's somewhere people out there, you're called to make that, that impact. And for me for a while, it was a struggle too. Cause like I said, I had 
safety, I had security, like the things that you need to thrive. And that's why I was so successful in my community leadership roles, but it ultimately wasn't the most fulfilling for me. Mm, that's a great way to look at it. So what other advice can we offer to folks, you know, other than the just do it? Like, like it's so funny because all this advice is always sounds kind of trite and cliche, but it's like, it works folks. Like there's a mm -hmm. reason why people always say it. You know, I recently yes. had a moment of like, like the concept of perseverance and continuity, um, you know, magical things occurred when we hit the year mark and the hundred episode mark for the podcast. And it was like, Oh, like we did it. Like, like you Very just, cool. sometimes you have to put your head down and just do it and, and mm -hmm. just get through it. So, so I get that it sounds trite and it's like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy for you to say, but well, it is easy to say, actually. It's actually even easier to do. The challenge yes. is managing all the pieces and parts and information that are not that. Yes, because it's one day or it's day one, and you are the only person that can make that choice for yourself. <laughs> one you day know? or day one, I like that. Yes, it's like, let's do it. You know, just today is that day. If you can just take one little action. I know for me, it was a lot of the sacrifice self-reflection piece and really getting to know myself and my emotions and being okay who who I was like I had you know really fought with low self-esteem and I was really kind of almost scared of the world so a lot of the choices I were making were trying to keep me safe but at the same time it, that wasn't giving me the challenge that wasn't giving me the excitement that I was looking for you know and, and really in the world and we were talking earlier but you know, one of the things I lost touch with, I had a degree in adult education, but that was something I almost completely forgot about myself. And that would have never come up in me sharing my story back at that point. Mm. And now it's such a foundation for my business, for all the things that I'm trying to do. Oh, that's perfect. Well, and, and I think sometimes we, we kind of gather up these little tools yep. and stuff. Um, I have, you know, both of my degrees are in intercultural communication and critical race theory and stuff. And, and that was a really, really, um, huge growth, you know, talk about personal mm -hmm. growth. That, that was a big thing for me at that time. And then it kind of got sat aside. I mean, I, I incorporated some of it into the counterintelligence career and stuff like that, but it wasn't until, you know, moving in back into like superpower experts and some of the yes. training and stuff we did. It was like, Oh, look at that. There, there mm -hmm. was a divine order to things. <laughs> yes. Definitely. Oh, uh, well, very cool. Well, it's been delightful chatting with you. I know our folks are going to want to know where they can find out more about you. Where can we send them? Thank you. Feel free to visit my website. It's Laura Jeminder, and I'll spell it out for you. It's L-A-U-R-A-G as in girl, M as in Mary, E-I-N as in Nancy, D as in dog, E-R.com. Perfect. Well, very cool. And um, it's been a lot of fun talking with you. I appreciate your real kind of grounded down to earth concepts and, and, um, and your heart. I, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful how you're sharing that with the world. And, and I appreciate the work you're doing. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed talking to you today as well. Oh, very cool. And to all of you out there, as always, we appreciate your loyalty. And until next time, go out, uncover your superpowers and change the world. Take care, everyone. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and discover your superpowers today.